to Eternal Love of Spirit podcast with me, Laura Rubio. Stay tuned to learn all about the afterlife, mediumship and different types of healing modalities. You will meet some of today's finest mediums and healers who are leaving the world a little better with their contributions to the field of intuitive arts. I extend you a warm welcome and I thank you for being here. Today we have the wonderful Ivy Campbell with us. Hi Ivy, how are you? Thank you, Laura. It's great to be here. Thank you for asking me to do this. You're very welcome. Um, It's a pleasure to have you on. Today is my interview with Ivy Campbell. Ivy Campbell comes from Scotland and she is a spiritualist medium. She holds the CSNU certification from the SNU, which is the Spiritualist National Union. And Ivy is a church president of Perth Spiritualist Church. She's a mentor. She's a mentor to many, and she gives very freely of her time to charity. So you're a a woman of many talents, Ivy, and I'm so happy that you made the time to come on today. I really appreciate it. And um, so I know you, Ivy. I know you personally, and I know you're a medium, and I know you're a very good good soul and you're always trying to help people and uh, I've only known you as a medium but I know you didn't start this life as a medium so do you want to tell us a little bit about little Ivy and who she was growing up? Okay Laura, Um, yes you're right it was later on in life that I got into spiritualism. I was the youngest of seven and a as I say, we lived away up north um, from Perth. And at an early age, I always knew there was something different because I used to see people uh, and I would say to somebody, oh, look at that lady with the red jacket. And they would say, there's nobody there. And lots of experiences that I found that I thought everybody could see or feel or sense I realised quite quickly they couldn't. So they were my friends. When people say you're imaginary friends, I had a lot of of them. Um, But unfortunately, when I was nine years old, I still had this sense that my sister uh, passed away, got killed in a road accident. And from that point, I blame my friends. So... I just shut it down and would have nothing to do with it because as a young child, I thought God or somebody had taken away um, my sister. So it wasn't until later on, till I moved to Perth, that I actually opened up again. I knew they were always there. They've tried tried different ways uh, to get me to take notice, but I was still angry and still hurt. But it wasn't until I moved to Perth and I went to the Spiritualist Church that I realised I was sitting in this church. I had no idea what it was, but I just knew that I had found what I'd been looking for because I was quite um, knew there was a God, but I wanted to find the right religion for me. And I searched all over, but it was just unknowing. And that's when things started changing for me. Wow, terrible news. I'm so sorry to hear that about your sister, Ivy. That must have been really, 
a traumatic time. Going back to your spirit friends, were you scared of them? No, uh, I wasn't because, as I say, when it started off or when they would tell me things that were going to happen or obviously had a, a very good psychic ability, I didn't know what that was then. I would just know things. Um, and when I would see people, I didn't know that nobody else could not see them. Okay. So it wasn't until people started saying to me, Ivy, there's nobody there, that I realised, well, why can't you see it? And then it got to the point that it was a talking point of, you know, what's going on, what's wrong. I realised that I had to stop talking about it. Um, so did your family know that you were having these experiences? I, I spoke to my mom about it and she was fine. She would just say, oh, well, whatever. I was also having, uh, which she couldn't explain to me at the time, I was having these experiences, which I know now was out-of-body experiences, and I would have a dream that I was falling and then it's like I would feel my own, it was like two bodies and I'd feel it floating back down and it was the most amazing feeling. Um, I did explain that to mum and she just said, you know, it's just dreams. Everybody has all different dreams. Um, but she didn't put any emphasis that it was wrong, right or indifferent. So and maybe did she not maybe understand what was happening with you? Was she in any way spiritually inclined herself? She not then, but there was a couple of experiences that she had dreams and she told me things. Um, but it was a couple of years before she passed. And I only realise now that Spirit was preparing her. And she told me things that I know are right now. So up until the end, no. So it was a, just a case of trying to say that everything was okay and not to worry about it. Yeah, keep you feeling safe as a child. Yeah. And then, so after that, from that time until you went to Perth Spiritualist Church, would you say your abilities quietened down or you know, the spirit people went away? Was there a time where you weren't feeling or seeing any of these people or experiences? Well, what, what would, things would happen. My niece uh, is very spiritual and things would happen, but I would ignore it and wouldn't have anything to do with it. So I'd get my, my friend Anita to come and talk to her about it or explain things. Um, and they did try and get my attention quite a lot. But I was just, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, I'm not having it. And there was one time one of my friends was in the house and we heard the voice, Ivy, like that. Now, this friend had never met my mum and she went, that's your mother, I'm out of here. And she just walked out of my house. So they did try lots of times. Um, but as I say, until I wasn't ready until I moved to Perth. So you were just kind of closed off to it. So I work with children and I do feel that children are kind of naturally psychic and intuitive. So if there was someone with a child right now who had these abilities, is there something that they need to be scared of or is spirit always kind and giving and loving towards us? No, I think that it needs to be spoke about because I've met a lot of people that have had experiences like me and they were very, very scared because the person might have been very tall or it might have been shadows and of course a child's mind imagination is you know runs away so 
I feel that anybody, any children that speak about it, the parents need to talk to them about it and try and get them to understand. And, you know, there's somebody that I know, it's only now they're an adult, they realise that all that experiences weren't scary. They put it scary in their mind. So I think if it's dealt with at the time, and even if it's quite, because some people are quite strong and they might lose the ability, but to have somebody that has spiritual knowledge to come in and talk, but not tell them, oh, this is a spiritual medium that will help you, but just to have that chat and for them to say, yeah, when I was your age, I used to have that. But, you know, what I do say to some people that they've had experiences with children is that I just say it's a prayer. They just have to say a prayer to spirit and say, can you please not because they're scared and they're not ready. Um, and that works. And I send thoughts as well. Um, so, but no, it needs to be spoke about. It needs to be addressed because they can make it a scary experience for them, especially if they are quite strong because it's some people it, it never leaves some people it leaves about five or six so I totally agree and I wish I had have had that help because I myself went through a lot of fear at night time and now looking back I, I realize I was probably picking up the energy so to have someone with spiritual knowledge come in where would where would you find someone like that maybe at a spiritualist church or yeah, it would be a spiritual church you would get in touch with. And even if the person couldn't come to your house or whatever, you could get enough knowledge of them for things to say to the, the child or okay. whatever. They they would keep you in the right road to what to say. Yeah, I think that's great. And it's good to put that information out there for parents who are struggling or who have questions and their child has questions and they don't know how to answer it. So that's really wonderful. Then let's skip over to when you found your path later in life, you came back to it. I know the experiences hadn't stopped for you. So let's talk about your development and when did your development begin formally? Uh, it started with a uh, medium. <laughs> Jeanette Lomas, who is a very good medium from Perth, and she had a circle and she says that she was going to develop this gift that I have. And of course, I'm full of nonsense most of the time. So there was a few of us there. So I used to muck about. And very quickly, she uh, told me, right, this is very serious and all that. But this lady herself is absolutely hilarious, got a good outlook to life, is had a hard life, but she always wanted to help. Um, so I would say that was my grounding. That was, I sat, I've sat in circle for years. I'm still in circle because uh, you always have an L plate on your back. Uh, and that was the first thing that she had said to me that you will always have that L plate on your back and that, you know, it's an amazing journey and an amazing experience, but you have to put, you know, your heart and soul into it and for the right reasons. And spirit will give you what you need for your personal life and to help others. 
and if something doesn't sit right that she tells me to let it go okay so it's a best experience your mentor was very important to you then yeah that's wonderful what is your opinion on developing the mediumship can we develop it through classes in courses or what do we need to do to really get a good connection with spirit i think first of all you have to have an understanding of what you think working with spirit is um and i was lucky in the sense that i was told that you have to know yourself and you have to look at your own spirit because Working with spirit is that light within you that connects to the spirit world, that that is the communication. And if your spirit's not right, you know, to connect, the the communication isn't going to be strong. So I was taught that my spirit is just as important as the spirit that's coming from the spirit world to connect together. So... It was a good road for me to look at my life. What did I want? What did I feel? What was right? What was wrong? Um, And I was told that circle uh, for a long time and to get the proper development. Gordon Higginson um, speaks about this and it is, it's truly getting to how can we help anybody if we can't help ourselves? Very true. Gordon Higginson was a a pioneer of spiritualism and very important within the movement. Ivy, how long were you sitting, if you remember this, how long were you sitting in circle and in development before you first started on the platform? Right. I was in quite a few circles. I sat for four years and to be honest, got nothing. Um, I just, I didn't really want it. I wanted other people to get it. I was quite happy washing the dishes in the church and cleaning up and chatting to people. So to be up there on platform wasn't my mission. Um, But if spirit want you to do something, (laughs) they have a way of getting you there. So I would say four years in circle. And then I was in another circle. And the reason... I was on platform my first time was because the medium didn't turn up. And it was a case of you need to do it or it's not going to happen. So it happened by accident and slowly but surely it just led from there and it got stronger from there. And as we know, there are no accidents and I'm sure Spirit had that all set up for Ivy to take her first platform that day. Yeah. <laughs> from then from taking your first platform to now being this medium who can really bring forth good information and good evidence what would you say were your or what have been your obstacles or just hard times throughout your development with your mediumship I think a lot of it is what other people think you should be or what I've found is the downside of maybe spiritualism is that if people can tell you've got a light or you're very good or you have a connection, they 
they don't harness that and they don't, you know, push it forward. So a lot of people try to maybe say that, oh, well, that's just a one-off or whatever. Whereas we should embrace everybody that does mediumship and everybody is different. But I would say by doing my training, I learned then because I met lots of different people. Um, and I would say through my training and spirit's guidance, uh, the training is all about how to speak on platform, what to say, not what to say, and how to dress. Um, but I would say the biggest hurdle sometimes is people. Not people that you're giving the reading to um and it's not a negative thing it just it's just unfortunate it's in every walk of life um so my confidence took a big hit um because I've never wanted to be in front of people I always want to be behind the scenes so I feel that if you have somebody that's got maybe a bit of power or a bit of influence or whatever Sometimes it's like in a job, if your face doesn't fit, they can tend to not help in that form. So you doubt yourself because um, you put certain people on a pedestal as seeing mediums work. So I would say my biggest problem was I thought everything was love and light and positive, but I was quite devastated when I realised that not everybody's on the same sheet, if that makes sense. That makes sense. And, you know, I think as mediums, many of us have gone through that throughout our development. And yeah. a lot of mediums also have problems with confidence at one time or another within their mediumship. And it's part of the ebb and flow of mediumship I'm now learning so it's good not to get stuck in that, right? To just go with, go with the flow and keep doing your development and know that eventually you'll come out of that. And so I know you do lots of donating your time. You work for charities, you do readings, and you donate. You don't take any money, but the money no. you do receive, you donate to charity. Yeah, yeah. And so you want to talk a little bit about that and what's your motivation behind that? Well, my motivation behind all of this was that Ivy walked into Perth Church and got the help, got the friendship and got spiritualism. And I've always believed that anything that's good, you pass it on. So my motivation was that I got a reading that gave my mum back to me. And there is no question on the evidence that was in that reading. And it helped me so much that I just wanted to do that for other people. So the charity thing is Perth to keep the doors open because it was such a good place, lovely place, needed a lot of work done. Um, so the readings are still £10 for the church. Um, so all that readings helped the church. I mean, many mediums, we did fundraising, we did at the church. It took us years to do, 
that it's in you know a good state it is now and so I do readings for the church but I also started doing on Spiritual Scotland readings for charities and once a month a charity will get whatever I raise that's £20 for that that all goes to charity um, the last one we just raised £250 is going to the firefighters um, so I'm, I'm going to do another one so it's a case of that I think if you have a gift and that it can help others that's what it's about I mean when I work I don't remember what it's like or whatever when I come off off platform I'm delighted it's over and so for me it's a big thank you for giving me my mum back to prove that she is in a good place that she is safe she is well and that is priceless so no amount of money I could raise would even cover that so that's why I do it well thank you for your contributions Ivy that's very kind and I'm sure it's much appreciated um, I know recently you did one for a food bank as well, right? Yeah, yeah, we did the, yeah, I think that was £450 we raised for that. Um, so. Then, Ivy, I know your certification through the SNU is in speaking and demonstrating, which is CSNU, and you also hold one in healing, is that correct? Yeah, CSNUH um and healing so it was healing that I actually started with and any medium will tell you that healing is the best form of mediumship um it's a beautiful experience um for the person because you're tuning in and that flow of energy you have to do nothing but just feel that flow of energy and place your hands on their shoulders and it's an amazing experience and it's love that's what it is and that's what spiritualism is yeah so yeah I've got that as well and do you feel that the healing oftentimes open opens the way to have communication through mediumship yeah I, I feel it's it's totally different because obviously when you're doing the healing there is no communication it's a, a different vibration altogether but I do feel that because you've opened your spirit and allowed that love that unconditional love from you to connect with the spirit world and receive their unconditional love to do healing it can do nothing but enhance that connection uh, it's a with mediumship it's a faster vibration um but with the healing it's a gentle a gentle love if you if if that makes sense but there is no messages there is no communication that way it's just much more passive right? yeah and so you are just a wealth of knowledge Ivy you <laughs> know so much about healing and mediumship and so please tell me you're you're sharing this with the world and you're teaching this to others yeah well I do um we have the healing in the church which we do there uh, we have circles I've been doing circles for years and that only came about because my friend um, Katrina used to come up from Glasgow every fortnight and do our circle. Um, 
an amazing medium and she unfortunately passed to the spirit world and I had to, well, they were all saying, oh, we need to circle. So it's spirit run, um, you know, whatever spirit inspired to run at that particular time. We have a learning, a, a beginner's group, and that's just about being in tune in the power in themselves and then developing slowly. And then the other one where the mediums are, some of them are working mediums, but they keep their hand in and, you know, they keep uh, coming. It's every fortnight we do it. And I'm also doing an online thing as well, where all the stuff that I have been taught, I'm passing on for others. As in to take that time to get to know yourself, to get to know spirit, to blend, to know what's spirit and what is psychic. Um, if you're not willing to understand all that, that your communication will be different. But to give time to yourself and to give time for spirit and to let spirit speak, that is the most important thing that anyone can do. But some people are too much in a hurry. They don't want that. They, you know, some people can be quite uplifting mediums and get the crowd laughing and joking. But what we need to remember what spiritualism is about, it is about giving you back your loved one, this loved one that you would do anything to hear from again. And we need to remember that a lot of people that are sitting in churches are not, you know, feeling that good. Some might be thinking of taking their own life. They could have lost their whole family. There's all different thoughts. There's people that you know, have illness and they're not coping. So we need to remember that every ounce of energy and love that we've got, that we need to help our fellow man because that's what it's about. It's about serving each other the best way we can. That's really beautiful, Ivy. And I think people who are tuning in today and are in bereavement, they're missing someone, they're grieving, they need to hear that. They need to hear that their loved ones are close by. They're just a thought away. And so that will bring us to a little session, a little mini reading that we may give to our, our listeners, if you're up for that, Ivy. So we can just showcase how gentle mediumship is and how loving it is and how the connection can really stay with us and our loved ones are just always right there so whenever you're ready if we if you would like to give me a little mini reading that would be lovely okay okay, okay. i've actually got two people here but i'm going to start with the lady i have a lady drawing forward she's showing me herself she feels either 30s she, she's not she was quite young when she went to the spirit world i know with this lady, I feel quite loving, but I can be quite authoritarian. So I feel this is mum, and I know that her hair is dark, and she's showing me there must be a photo of her with her hair tied back. Would you understand mum in the spirit world? Yes, I would. Um, would you understand her going at an early age? I feel quite young with her. 37. All right. 
but I want to say that she had beautiful skin because I can see she, she looks lovely, even if she's doing the washing, the cleaning, the whatever. She she's a good looking lady. Can you understand this? Yeah. yeah. And but she wants to keep smiling and I feel with her that she was quite quick witted. Okay, no matter what you could throw at her, she would always have an answer. Very and much. nobody would get the better of her. Yes. Yeah. And she's saying, what I can hear is I can hear a lot of laughter in the house. I can hear shouting, but laughter more than anything. So I feel that there, she had a few children. Yes. You'd understand. Okay. Yes. And I know that... I know I didn't I don't feel big with this lady I feel the average bill but I do know before she passed she lost quite a lot of weight yes and she's telling me that the last time that she's seen you would you understand going into a room I'm not sure if this is hospital but I'm going into a room and there's a bed and she's in there can you understand the last time you've seen mum that was or actually, remember the coffin. That was actually when she was in the coffin in the bedroom. Right. Okay. Right. Because I didn't but, go and see her, and I, in the last moment, decided, no, I'm going to see my mum for the last time. Right. Because I'm going into a room, and she's showing me her line there. Okay. And I want to see. It took you so long to get to that bed or the, the coffin can you understand that it was like yeah. baby steps yeah. and the courage and the, the right okay I feel would you understand wanting to do it on your own but I feel there was an adult behind you yes oh my god yes right and as you're going in you're kind of looking back and then you, you keep going yeah. but she's saying you realise then that I wasn't there. Can you understand that? There was something in your heart, in your mind, that's not mum. Does this make sense? I just remember touching her, Ivy, and she was so cold. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was already gone. She wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. And this is what she's saying. And she's so glad you did that because it's actually helped you in your development for you to understand that they are in a better place. Yes. I want to say she's on about either a top or something with her hair that wasn't her. It was different. Can you understand that? I don't know about that. Right. She, she's taking me to her hair. Either her hair was done in a different way than she would normally have done it. Can you understand this? I don't know. I'd have to check with my sister with that. Right. Okay. Because normally, like I said, it was tied back, but she had beautiful curly hair. Can you understand this? I'm just, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I feel that when you went in to see mom, it, it was quite flat. Yes. Does yeah. this make sense? That would and, she, and she's saying... She's glad that you didn't think, oh, there's mom, and you know, it looks like mom, because your thoughts would have stayed there. Yes, and she's yes. saying, because it's very relevant. I do know there was things either put 
in to the coffin? Can you understand one something from each of you? Can you understand being asked, do you want to write or say or put? I know there was things put in there, but I don't remember. I was so young. I don't remember right. what they were. Well, maybe if you ask, because there was older children. Yes, that's right. Right. If you ask as a bit of proof to you. But okay. she's saying that she is here now and she's very much alive and well and she's got her hands on her hips. And I know that that is something that you remember her leaning over you. It's like, mm -hmm. what are you doing, madam? Can you understand mm -hmm. it like that? And then yeah. it would be a big grin. Yeah. So there seems to be one particular memory that you remember more than ever, the, the rest. Can you understand that? Mm -hmm. And she's saying that that was just a stepping stone for her to go to the spirit world. But she's saying that she was there every night to tuck you in and give you a kiss. I know that when she was here, that that's what she would do. She'd be tired by the time she got round them all. But that's what she would do. Does this make sense? Yes, absolutely. Right. Okay. I'm smelling lavender. Okay. So that is very relevant to either she loved that smell or that colour. Both, yes. Right. She's saying, I don't need to say I love you, but I'm going to. And she was, even though she could be quite hard, get out of there or you know, whatever, she always told you, each one of you, that she loved you. Can you understand that? Yes, she lived for her children, absolutely. Right, and she is saying that, you, you know this, I don't have to say it, but I can't help myself. She's saying it, and she has just a thought away, and she is saying, do not doubt you, because you have an amazing gift and it needs to be shared with the world. And can I leave her love with you? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ivy. That was a wonderful connection with my mum. So I did lose her when I was 11 and she was 37. So it was a very hard time. And I don't have all of my memories there, but some stand out to me. And that one of me going, I hadn't wanted to go see her in the coffin. I was so scared. But when I finally decided to do it, I decided myself and I wanted to do it on my own and I wouldn't let anyone go in with me. So that was really evidential. And I think that will just help people realize if they are thinking about having a mediumship reading, that they can go ahead and do that. So thank you so much. And Ivy, um, I do want to give you an opportunity to put out there where people can find you if they would like to go for a reading. So through your your church is okay to find you right and that would be Perth Paris, yeah Paris Spiritualist Church it's on Facebook okay and also Perth um Rainbow Room Readings is another place right is that where you yeah. host your online yeah yeah that's through Lisa Ewan uh, Irvin sorry um she she runs that Okay, so um, people can find you on Rainbow Room Readings. That's also on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Perth Spiritualist Church on Facebook and Ivy Campbell on Facebook. Yeah, yeah that's my private one. There's uh, Spiritual Scotland that um, advertises the readings for the charity um, and the church ones that goes to the church. So that is Spiritualism Scotland on Facebook? Yeah. 
Okay. So anyone can look on Facebook and contact you if they're willing to have a reading or even can they reach out to you if they would like you to do some charity for them? Yeah. Yeah. That would be lovely. And I just want to extend my deepest gratitude to you, Ivy, for the lovely reading and also your precious time. I know you're very busy and I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll come back again. Yeah, I will. Thank you very much for giving me the chance to talk about spiritualism because it's so much needed for people to get help and to get the right help. So thank you. Thank you. You're most welcome. Bye. Bye.